Hello and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who have never seen Survivor before start from the very beginning. I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris. And this week we're going to talk about Season 4, Episode 12, Marquesian Vacation. And I have to say, Patrick, make way, make way. Patrick, it's time you knew the mailbag for me and you is all you need. The fans are listening. They listen to our podcast. Who needs another show? This pod is all we need. I can't believe you got Lin-Manuel Miranda on the podcast. Wow. Uh, yeah, he, he left already. Oh, wait, that was wait, that is maybe not. He doesn't sing that part of that song, I don't think. He doesn't. You're right. But I think Christopher Jackson does, who is uh, George Washington from Hamilton. <laughs> hey, there's a Patrick in our episode this week. Anyway, what's our mailbag? I'm very excited for so mailbag. we had someone email us. Their name is Jared, or maybe it's Gerard. I think I'm going to go with Jared. What do you think? I also thought Jared. Chris showed me this email earlier. Uh I also assumed Jared, but I feel like we maybe should have asked for pronunciation. I'm sorry, Jared. Uh, yeah, so we'll go with Jared if it's Gerard. Sorry. Um, so Jared it says that he's a massive fan of Survivor from Australia. They've watched all 40 seasons, many se- most seasons multiple times. Um, so uh, Jared offered to do some research for us if we needed research done. So I took him up on that and asked him... Um, what the payments are for people who win and other contestants because we've read that like other people get different amounts and we weren't sure like when that payout stopped and so jared said that prize money is one million dollars for the winner which is what they talk about a lot on the show and a hundred thousand dollars for runner-up which we knew about and then he said eighty five thousand dollars for third place for most seasons and the rest of the prize money is not entirely known but that it's on some sort of sliding scale um, he said p- particular players have publicly stated the prize money that they received. For example, there was a fourth place finisher who said they received 60000 And Sonia, the name I never remember from season one, the first person to be. Whose last name is Christopher. Oh, right. We've had this discussion before. I certainly forgot. We have. Uh, the first person to get kicked off season one said that she received $2,500 that season. Um, and that... Uh, Every uh, contestant that attends the reunion gets $10,000, which we've talked about before. Um, He also said seasons with returning players usually pay the players more than a normal season as an incentive to get them back on the show again. And all the prize money amounts are before tax. They have to pay taxes in their prize amount. Uh, Yeah, so that was the answer we got, which is kind of helpful for the sliding scale part there because we just weren't sure how the payouts worked at all. Yeah, 60000 for fourth place is... A lot. Yeah. I mean, I bet, I wonder if it goes down a lot after that, because as we saw last season and what's going to happen this season, and I'm guessing future seasons is like fourth place is like you make it to the finale episode. And so, yeah, that's something, but that's still like fourth place is still pretty far away from winning. Like I can't, I guess I could tell you who the final four were in the first season. I don't know if I could in the second season, but it also like, I kind of like that third place is 85,000 compared to second place being 100,000. Those are pretty close just because it's kind of it's not like random, but it all comes down to that final task. And so you might like if you don't right. win that final task, then it's just like, well, that sucks. Um but you don't like lose out that much except that you lose the chance to get like a million dollars, but you still get a good chunk of money there. Man, that means that 
your good friend Rudy got $85,000. How do you feel about that? Um, I am hopeful that when he died, there's still some of that money left over and he hadn't spent it and it got passed along to people that are better than he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry to you, I, cut in with that for you, I was Jared. just going to uh, say that like, I, uh, I hope that he became a better person himself. I'm not that hopeful. I mean, I, I guess I, I, I hope that I don't believe that happened. Um, so if any listeners out there have questions, they can, or you can feel free to send in mail. We'll read it on here. Maybe um, if you have questions uh, about the show, maybe we can pass them off to Jared. He can do some research for us and get back to us. That would be cool. Uh, but yeah, thank you for emailing us, Jared. That was awesome. And it's nice to see we have listeners in Australia, whole nother hemisphere away, like doubly. You know what we should do? I feel like we kind of did this in our response to Jared. To Sorry to pull back the curtain a little bit, listeners. But uh, we should ask him for like a top 10 favorite seasons and bottom 10 least favorite season. Like That's that. a lot. That's like listing off half the seasons. Okay, five. Yeah, five would maybe be better. So, uh, yeah, that's our mailbag. I brief, I quickly made that mailbag song because I thought it fit with the the uh, Pacific Islands, the Moana song. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a big fan of that. Good job. Uh, Good job, Lynn. Let's talk about this episode, day thirty one. So we open up on a storm, and Kayla says, "What is this? A Halloween episode?" That's all I got. No, it's not. I expected a more of a response from you on that but okay well it might have been not this was recorded in like september to november well this was day 31 so if it started recording on october 1st then yes it was halloween okay uh i my first note was that everyone is just very depleted um they're missing home they're very tired sean falls out of a tree almost but catches himself it was a good catch. Good I, for the record, was very wrong. It started November 12th, so this would have been like December 12th, day one, which is not Halloween. Mm, nope. It's right in the middle of candle nights. For whatever reason, the tarot root that they're eating is making Sean, Vesepia, and Pascal, I think, their mouths are burning from it. So that's totally chill and cool. Yeah, that's totally fine. Um, however, later on in the episode, they're like, let's go get more tarot. So it must not have been that bad. Well, they, they got to eat something. What else are they going to eat? I mean, coconut. I think this season has been worse for food than any other season. Well, because they're not given any food. Yeah. That, that was like the whole conceit of the season. Yeah, Chris. I guess I just thought they would be doing more with... I thought they'd be catching more like fish and they just didn't. I wonder how hard they tried to catch like fish fish versus just getting like the shellfish. Because the shellfish they get doesn't seem great either. But they're not, they don't do any like spear fishing like we saw in season one. That's true. And they also... They've like tried for pigs and chickens a little bit, but not had any success. And I wonder if they would be putting a little more effort in there or something. Yeah. Or maybe they are and we're just not seeing it. Um, so we get tree mail, which is a little turtle figurine. Um, well, sorry, before that, there's a whole thing about how everyone misses home, which I was like, cool. So we're getting a family reward, something to do with families coming up. I just need to say that because I was right. So go ahead and continue. You're pointing out something we talked about at the end of last episode when I was like, I think family stuff's coming up. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Yes, I agree. We both agreed that family stuff was happening. But then because everyone was missing home, I was like, confirmed family stuff. And then the tree mail comes and, and yes, it is indeed family stuff. 
Um, so Kathy reads the tree mail and finds out that they're going to go play this game. Um, and they're not, they're like, I think they thought it was family related stuff. And then all of a sudden they just start like trotting out family members or friends. Jeff just says, so. what would you, how would all of you react if I said that the reward was a phone call home or something? And they all start crying and he's like, well, that's not what it is. And they all tell, tell him he's mean. And then he just brings out a family or friend for each of them, which. Yeah. So Nalia's mom is there. Kathy's son, Patrick, um, Robert's sister, Sean's friend, Vesepia's husband, Leander, which we were talking about. Yeah. So last week, who Leander was. I think you were right. I think you guessed that he was a husband. And Pascal's wife. Um, And so they all walk out and we find out that they are playing the reward challenge game, not our contestants. Which was very Um, fun. I was very into this little twist. Yeah, uh, they have. So the game is like this huge hexagon board um, where they all stand on spots. And we saw a game like this in season two, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Um, where they step onto a new hexagon like tile and then flip over the one that they were just on. And the goal is to just make sure you can always step onto a new one um, and try to like block people off. And if you can't step onto a new one, then you're out. Um, they were not allowed to verbally communicate with anybody on with anybody like who any other contestant. Um, but they are, they were able to do nonverbal communication, which we didn't really see that much anyways. But there was a little bit of uh, Nalia and her mom like pointing and talking with their hands. But yeah, at that point, it didn't really matter what their strategy was. Yeah. But yes. Um, so we so as they move around, I thought this was like kind of a cool idea, but it was. I don't know. They'd have to rework it somehow. Cause like once they got off, once they got to like their sectioned off areas, they like went back and forth and like, Ooh, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? But I'm like, you can just count and be like, they've got 10 and they've got eight. Like that's who it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I was thinking out- that this reminded me a little bit of the board game Blockus. Yeah. Um, But with less strategy because Blockus does not have as much of the, like, you can just tell what's going to happen. I wish that they did something more like Blockus. Yeah, so Blockus would be a way they could rework it where like as you like carve your path out, you could like backtrack and like go off any like piece of your path or something. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, so uh Pascal's wife Beverly is the first one out. Sean's friend Daryl. Well, so like as yeah, as people get kicked out, they are allowed to like embrace and hug their significant other friend, whoever. Um, uh, but only for like a little bit, and then they're like, all right bye see ya um which we'll talk about more about that in a minute i think but uh beverly's out first who's pascal's wife and then sean's friend daryl gets a wild card spot which means he gets to random he gets to pick out somebody to kick out and be like you're out which is pretty rough like i guess it's good that it's like maybe a family member like it's a friend that's doing it not like the actual contestant but that's pretty harsh to be like sorry i'm kicking out like your loved one even though like you've missed them so much you instantly started crying that you when you saw them yeah and jeff points out like you don't have any beef with these people you don't know any of these people like do it off of whatever you think and he yeah, ends so up he basically spins around and just throws his hat and whoever it hits is out which i wrote down in all caps this is bullshit he was gonna win god damn it because leander had gotten this like giant chunk of the board that no one else could touch and was definitely going to win and then he gets eliminated i was i was very upset so why is that bs that seems like that would be like the smart strategy move well it's not really a strategy move because daryl that was literally daryl's last spot like daryl could not win no matter what right. So strategy doesn't really like getting out the person yeah. that's winning doesn't help him at all 
I was That's mostly fair. like, it was particularly sad because Sean and Vesepia are very close. And if Daryl could have talked to Sean, Sean would have said like anyone but Leander, basically. Yeah. I mean, he could have pointed, but he didn't. Yeah. I was just, it made me upset because also we've, Leander was the only one of these people that we have like heard of essentially. Yeah. And so I really wanted Vesepia and Leander to win and get to hang out. But I thought yeah, it was so going to happen. I was, was like, oh, sweet. Leander's going to win. And then he didn't. Yeah. So Leander, Vesepia's husband is out. And then Daryl, Sean's friend is out next, followed by Nalia's mom, Becky. And then Robert's sister, Diana. And then Kathy's son, Patrick, is the one to win it all. It was pretty close. So he only won by like one tile, I think. Yeah. Um, so he wins and that then. So that means Kathy wins the reward. And her prize is that usually when they do this stuff, it's like, all right, you get to go out to like some fancy dinner. Instead, it's like, Patrick, you get to go camp at their camp and stay at like overnight at their like shitty camp and eat their bad food. It, uh, which Patrick does not like at all. <laughs> But yes, he does not at all. Um, the way that Jeff presented this prize, I was like, oh my God, this is the biggest twist in the world. And then it wasn't um, because he says like, oh yeah, <laughs> you're going to be with him for lunch. You're going to be with him for dinner. He's going to be there overnight. Welcome to your new tribe member. And he gives Patrick a buff. And I was like, oh my God, there's a new player. What the fuck? This is wild. And then he was like, just for the night, you're a member of the tribe solely on two. And I was like, oh, okay. That's less exciting. I thought that Patrick was being like introduced as a whole new player in the game. That would have been too overpowered just because it's essentially just making Kathy have two votes. I mean, yeah, sure. But it would have been wild. Yeah. Um. So uh, it's great that they get to see their like family members and stuff, but they're literally like they fly their. F- How does this work? Do you think their family members stay like their family members flew here, probably took a b- boat to this island. Maybe there's an airstrip on this island but whatever they got to this island they're on and got to see their people for like maybe an hour and then it's just like all right bye like that's just as a lot um yeah do you think like the show like do you think they actually get to spend like an extra few days just like hanging around and doing some sightseeing and stuff or it's just like all right you're flying in here for a day and then we're gonna fly you back out i'm wondering if they get to stay until the end and then they get to hang out with their family like if they get kicked off that could be well I bet that's not true because I, there's probably some strict quarantining so that way that you can't the jury can't talk about strategy with anybody but the jury. I don't know that it would matter I think that, that much. I think that was a huge part of the uh, reward for Kathy was she got to talk openly about strategy with somebody who wasn't in the game at all. Yeah, but jury is less strategy. Like it doesn't affect them. It's just talking about who they like more. And I don't. Yeah, but know they always that... make a big deal at the final vote to be like, all right, you haven't talked. Like, I don't even think they're allowed to tell each other in the jury who they're voting for. So I don't think they just let them, like, hang out with others. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I never really thought that that would matter that much. But Because then why would... I guess because they have to come back for tribal council. I was going to say, why wouldn't they just, like, maybe? I The only reason I thought that is because it is about a week until the final. And so this would be, the like, the prime time to be, like, come out for a week, which is, like, a normal vacation amount of time. Yeah, uh, I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if they do get to stay for a week, but I would be surprised if they get to hang out with people in the jury. It would, I guess, be pretty frustrating for like Tammy and Zoe and John to like, oh, my family member isn't here. Yeah, they probably don't get to. I would guess that they are there for another day or two for sightseeing and then leave. realistically. Yeah. So after the challenge, uh, Kathy's son, Patrick, gets to come hang out with them, um, have lunch, dinner, stay overnight, and then he 
which uh, is pretty cool. It's not like some fancy, like it's, it's cool because Kathy gets to spend time with her son, but like, not like in the past, the like player, like Kathy in this instance would have got to like have some cool, like nice stay and like in an actual bed and get shower and stuff. I wonder if part of that is um, like financial, like I wonder if they have a certain budget for rewards and they really blew their budget by flying six people out. Maybe. And so they didn't have a budget to get a cruise um, ship for a night like they did last week. We do have uh, a tattoo watch. Yeah. Patrick, Kathy's son, has a, an Irish tattoo on his upper arm. I, Patrick, do not have an Irish tattoo on my arm. Just in case you are wondering, honest, audience. But, How did you know um, that? You've never seen it. Oh, I've seen your butt. That's not true. I haven't. <laughs> oh, um, this podcast recording suddenly got very uncomfortable. Uh, so Kathy has, uh, puts Patrick to work, has him doing some chores, uh, which he doesn't seem too pleased with. He also doesn't like the food. He pretty much, he says he's a, I can't remember how he describes himself. He says he's a pretty boy, uh, a pretty boy. Yeah. Which is not like the vibe I got from him. So that was kind of, I don't know. It was good to know, I guess. Yeah. Through watching him for like 15 minutes, I feel like I could get that a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. It just wasn't my like initial thought about him. Yeah. Uh, I do have a quote unrelated to him from i guess this is the only quote i wrote down so this is my quote of the week um Vesepia, speaking about her husband leander said he was smiling and he looked so scrumptious <laughs> i like i like them i like Vesepia, hmm. and and i liked what i saw of leander i guess uh, uh there's a pretty nice uh confessional from is that what we call him yeah uh from pascal talking um about how much he just has taken so much in, the, in his life for granted and uh that's like what the show's made him feel like and so he wants to like make sure to keep that in mind when he's off the show yeah a couple of them have things like that his becomes pretty patriotic and talking about how like we live in this great country and stuff like that and i it just reminded me very much that this was 2002 like it felt very it a very post 9 11 yes yes exactly yeah um, we're actually this would have been filmed like three months after 9 11 so yes there's also a point with wait wasn't this filmed in 2002 it aired in 2002 but it filmed november december 2001 oh okay um oh yeah so that yeah immediately after um there was some point where they were talking about loaves of bread and vesepia said with a loaf of bread you have three ends left and i didn't understand that because she like in the talking about like not taking stuff for granted she's talking about how like um she like wouldn't waste like the ends of the loaf of bread but she mentioned it as three ends and i i, I don't, don't think know. that's what she said i think that she said she had three pieces of bread including the ends i thought it was like one piece of bread and the ends so like you couldn't make a sandwich i very much heard like three pieces of bread with the ends yeah okay but that so she's just saying if she got down to like a single spread and the two ends she just like throws all three of those away she is a monster she should not like <laughs> that she is taking that for granted so is that more monstrous than what my wife does, which is Kayla eats much more bread than I do. And recently I found six different bags of bread with just the ends left in them in our pantry because she will open a new bag of bread, but not do anything with the ends from the old bag of bread and just leave them in the pantry. Yeah. Also not great. I just use them and you put the, the butt end on the inside of the sandwich and you can't tell it's stainless kayla says that she keeps them in case we get desperate but we've never gotten desperate for them apparently i can't believe if they're just sitting in your pantry it's not like moldy i i mean i agree i'm also surprised by that 
you you should tell her when that happens if you throw it in the fridge then it won't get like moldy and once you get some accumulated you should make like uh like french toast with it or like bread pudding or something oh i was gonna say croutons but bread pudding sounds good um uh there is so kathy for the record I, I i feel bad calling my wife monstrous i love my wife very much she is not a monster it was just my a very monster. funny thing um kathy walks off with her son to talk uh game strategy with which Patrick. i thought was kind of, i kind of thought was cool because it's like the only time we've really seen i guess we have maybe before when they've like had other stuff with family members but, it, but it's i don't, cool I don't that remember that ever openly. happening like colby and like i don't remember colby doing that with his mom and i don't remember who won it with season three they didn't i don't think season three had any family come in oh right there, because they just there's a trip the... that lex and tom went on towards the end but i don't think they had any family for season three at all they did the it was like the newlywed game kind of with their family but yeah. it was all videotaped yeah you're right yeah so um so it was cool that she got to like talk strategy openly with him and it was pretty interesting because like kathy i wouldn't consider one who has been very like she hasn't been like conniving or like backstabby or like secretive with her strategy really and just in like having the discussion with her son her son was like i don't like you like this yeah and she she agrees uh, it was like yeah this game changes you like you're right i'm not yeah. like so this. what she like so what she talks about with him basically is she has realized she's basically a third wheel um there's sean and vesepia are a tight alliance pair nalia and pascal are a tight alliance pair and then there's robert who like i think she recognizes that she could like maybe pair up with him but she also understands like, okay, if she goes and talks to Sean and Vesepia and she goes with them, then maybe they can get rid of the others. But then when it gets down to the final three, she's going to get kicked out unless she wins. Indeed. I think she's, she like, I think laid all this out very accurately, but I don't know a great solution for it. It's just like, she just has to hope to win immunity. Well, I think, and honestly, what I was kind of hoping was happening was like, if she can get Robert and Sean and Vesepia to vote out Nalia and then get like robert and pascal to vote out sean oh yeah then yeah, she's in the final play. four and everyone is broken up i do which i mean like then to... everyone would think that she's the worst because she would have like betrayed multiple alliances at that point but yeah i do think she is gonna i think nalia's gone next week i think that's gonna be the play but we can talk about that more later um yeah so i i guess there's more i kind of want to talk about with this alliance stuff but maybe it'll be better to wait until we get closer to tribal council to talk through it all um yeah so after this patrick kind of says like i don't know what you should do i don't know how to play this game it is not very helpful uh and then we see but, i mean to be fair i just said like the same thing i was like i don't know what she can do and i've been watching and analyzing the whole season so yeah yeah um but then we see speedboat jeffy come back for patrick pick him up off the shore Wait, before that i have a couple things uh oh, okay no, I guess I just have one little thing. Um, they're sitting around the fire and they ask what Patrick's favorite meal is. He says oh, cheeseburgers. Yeah. And his favorite dessert, he says tumbleweed, which he says Sounds is a delicious. Of, yeah, he says it's a bed of strawberries and then a scoop of vanilla ice cream that you roll in coconut. And I was like, that sounds great. I want to have that. Yeah. But then they are all like, okay, what's your second favorite dessert? We're tired of coconut, which is fair. Yeah. Uh, they also, we hear a nickname for Pat, Patrick, which is patio. So maybe I should start calling you patio. No, thanks. So if you have Patrick on your fantasy team, you get a point for Nick. Um, I feel like I should then get a point because I'm on my own fantasy team, right? No. Chris, I'm going to lose no matter what. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. So then, like you said, Speedboat Jeffy comes, picks Patrick up uh, in the morning. Um, well, then we see a little bit of stuff before the immunity challenge. Um, Robert's walking with Kathy. He is talking to her, telling her that Sean and Vesepia are annoyed with Ania, with Ania, with Nalia. And then we see Sean and Vesepia walking together, openly mocking Nalia. Yeah, um, mostly Sean openly mocking her, but yeah. Uh, and I think, like, it shows Nalia just with Pascal talking about, um, she's just like a very, like, happy, positive person. I think her stuff is genuine. I don't think it's bullshit. I think most of it is genuine. I think that uh, I think that they are just annoyed with how happy and joyful she is most of the time. Well, Sean thinks it's all an act. Like, he doesn't think it's real. Oh, yes. I, but I think that it is because she's getting on his nerves. I, yes, you're right. He d- does not think it is real. I think that where Nalia's fault is here is that she needs to stop talking about how amazing this is when everybody else is frustrated and annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Kathy do think, says- so this, I was very, very impressed by the editors here because these three conversations are just like woven together and we just keep going back and forth between Robert and Kathy and then Sean and Vesepia and then Nalia and Pascal and just like, it's very masterful how they are weaving this all together. Uh, in a way well, that turned out, we usually don't see it very often. Well, and I think the conversations were all happening at exactly the same time because they're all having these conversations as they're walking through the woods and Nalia and Pascal are at the waterfall and then Sean and Vesepia show up to the waterfall and then Kathy and Robert show up. Like they, they yeah. all happen at the same point and just converge together. Um, Kathy says to Robert that, uh, or maybe she just says this to the camera, that Pascal is her and Robert's strongest adversary, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, I wonder if she thinks that because he's won two, two of the last, I think maybe. two of the last three. Yeah. I guess he's won two a, of the last three reward challenges. I haven't like looked episode by episode, but like sometimes at this point in the season, we have somebody who's just been on like a tear of winning. And I feel like there hasn't been like a very constant win. I think Tammy won two immunity challenges maybe, but then lost one. So yeah, we I guess have not we, had maybe much. we'll see in the next couple episodes, but it's been kind of sporadic, which has been good. Um, the only other thing I have before immunity challenge is that their show is really trying to hammer in that they think Nalia is going to be gone, uh, which she's not, but they are. I cannot figure out my own predictions, I guess, because like I saw that they were doing that and I saw that they were like trying to push that forward, which often means they're going to, it's not happening at all and it's a different direction. Yeah. But this time I, I was like, Oh, that is what's going to happen, even though they were like pushing it kind of hard. But sometimes that does happen. Sometimes they like kind of push the storyline and then it's accurate. Yeah. And for some reason, I thought this was going to be one of those times and then it wasn't. And I don't, I have a hard time predicting what's actually going to happen. Yeah. I have some thoughts for why I predicted what I did, but I'm going to, I'll save that uh, for a few more minutes. Um, so let's talk about the immunity challenge. This is, we've seen ones kind of like this before, including this season. One. Yeah, this season. This one was slightly different just because they were somewhat limited in who they could aim for. So this one was a game where they were all behind a line with slingshots. And then there were these like hourglass structures with tiles over them. And if you hit the tile, it let sand loose to fill up the hourglass of somebody. And if their hourglass got filled up and covered their little uh, statue, uh, that person was out. The part where it was... A little different than some other times we've seen it is you couldn't like explicitly pick on a single person 
just because of how they were all in a line. You might've been at like one end of the line. And if you wanted to pick on Robert, maybe his stuff was on the other end. And so it was like really hard to hit it from your angle. Yeah. So that was like the main thing. It also was spots. in the past. It has been like a set number of times that a certain person has to be hit. Like usually it's like they have three things. Mm -hmm. And if you all three of them get out, then they're out. Where this one, there were a couple of ones that were like, if they just get one tile really, really good, all the sand's going to fall in there out. So they start shooting these, um, and Robert nails um, one of the lower tiles, which I think they're hitting the structure that's like full of sand. And so if he hit the lower one, it allowed for all of the sand in the thing to yeah, spill out. I think that's how it and so he knocked he knocked Pascal out in one shot. Um, Sean was the next one knocked out, and then Robert, and then Kathy, and then Nalia, and Vesepia was the winner of this challenge. Uh, so she's guaranteed immunity as long as she holds on to immunity, which she does. Uh, they don't give us a whole lot of time before tribal council. We see a little bit from Robert. So like the whole first half of the episode was like, Nalia's leaving. Everybody wants Nalia gone. And then this one gave a little bit light on Robert, who we hadn't heard from, who we like kind of knew was on the chopping block. We talked about last week just because um, his whole former alliance is gone. Right. And so he said that he's not going to plead with anyone to stay. Um, and like I kind of made a note that I couldn't tell if the show is just trying to remind us that he's on the chopping chopping block or if they're trying to take the light off Nalia. But then ultimately I predicted Robert was going home because they didn't show us, and I guess they could have just edited this out, but they didn't show us any conversation with Kathy or Robert trying to talk to like Sean and Vesepia. Sean and Vesepia to get Nalia out, or they didn't show us any cross conversations, which they might, they could have done this and just not shown us those, but that seems like that would have been good stuff to show. That's fair. I do think that those conversations, at least I think that Kathy did talk to Sean because Kathy says later, I don't remember when she says this, but she says something about voting with the majority. Maybe it's in the preview for next episode that she felt like she needed to vote with the majority. Well, so that's my draw attention to herself. I guess maybe we should talk about the before voting at tribal council because i have a question kind of about the voting a little bit um so at tribal council um everyone talks yeah so a couple of things i noted was that kathy says that she thought she'd be able to read people better and earlier but that people have uh like a mask on 80 percent of the time or 80 percent of a mask on or something like that and so it's difficult to read people um robert says that vesepia is a uh, a player who's stronger than he thought and that she's deceptive um, and Sean says that Nalia is playing strong and she's not the girl next door. A lot of the questions that Jeff was feeding them were things like who surprises you or who did you underestimate or things like that. That's leading to all of these statements. Right. Um, and then Vesepia doesn't give the immunity up. I actually thought maybe this we would have finally seen it happen just because, I mean, we kind of knew based on what the show showed us that it didn't seem like Vesepia was in danger at all. So I thought it could be interesting if she gives it up, but I didn't know. The only way I thought she might have given it up is if Robert and Robert had like talked or not Robert. Yeah, no, if like Robert and Kathy had talked to uh, Sean and Vesepia and like agreed to go for Nalia, I could have seen them making a deal that like Vesepia would give immunity to Robert or something like that to make sure he was safe and that they could get Nalia out or something. I don't know. Oh, I can see that. I kind of feel like if someone gives up immunity, everyone should just vote for that person. Yeah. It just, yeah, it'll just depend. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we're going to see it be, I think that exact thing's going to happen where somebody's going to feel confident and give it up and then they're going to get voted out and it'll be amazing to watch. But uh, I don't know. So do you see, so do you think Kathy and Robert did talk to Sean and Vesepia 
and no, Sean. No, I think that Kathy talked to Sean and Vesepia. Okay. Well, okay. So either way. So then do you think Sean and Vesepia were basically like, no, we think Robert's stronger than Aaliyah. We want to make sure we get rid of Robert. Yeah, probably. Um, and also, like, the plan to get rid of Nalia helps Kathy. Doesn't really help Sean and Vesepia. Yeah, I mean, Sean really hates Nalia, though. He Like, he wants her gone. And I bet it would, it would help jury-wise, because I bet he thinks the jury would vote Nalia over Sean, which I think is true. Yeah, but I don't think there's any way that it's going to end up with Nalia and Sean in the final two. Uh, I mean, it's tough because once you get to that final three, it just all depends on who wins immunity there. So it's not always just going to be an alliance pair. Yeah, that's true. I do think if Nalia were out... Well, so, okay. So the votes came in where they didn't actually show us any votes. Everybody voted for Robert except for Robert voted for Sean. And then that's where we're at. And so next week they say... They show a clip from next week that says... That has Sean saying that he and Vesepia are not an automatic alliance, which could be interesting. Uh, I think that they probably will stay in alliance, but it could be interesting if they don't. Um, he do, he cat- does make a statement. I know this is about next week's episode, but he's like, everyone's assuming that just because we're both African-American, then we are automatically in alliance together. Where my immediate response to that was like, no, it's because you're obviously good friends. Yeah. Like, because I you're in an alliance together that I assume you're in an alliance Right. Together. Like, like it has nothing to do with your race. Like, I think that you became yeah. good friends because of that. We saw that in early episodes, but yeah, like... People think part, that you're in an alliance because you're in an alliance together. The part that you kind of mentioned earlier that we see from Kathy is there's a clip that says that Kathy that has Kathy saying she helped take out Robert, um, which I think is just like her voting with the majority there, um, which I guess may, maybe they'll tell us more about that. But if she had voted for Sean instead or something like she didn't help take out Robert, it doesn't seem. But I don't know. So let's talk fantasy real quick because i know i interrupted you when you were going to like try to talk out the rest but let's do fantasy real quick and then our like final three talk will just be like how we think the season's going to play out like we did last week yeah so fantasy we had kathy win reward vesepia win immunity kathy read a tree mail everybody cried everybody talked to tribal council and robert got five points for getting voted out five votes against them and so nikki is still in the lead in first place with uh, two people left on the show she has 166 I have three people left on the show with 162 and Patrick still has nobody on the show with 157. Also, so it's fun tight fact between Nikki and I in our uh, fantasy draft. The first eight options on our fantasy draft uh, are all gone. Now everyone left was in the last seven yep, picks. That's true. Uh, so maybe we're all bad at fantasy survivor is my point. I mean, my first pick just got eliminated, so he made it to like the final six. So that's pretty good. Sure. Yeah. I think you're just kind of you're trying to spread this. We're all bad. Yes. To make yourself feel better for that's being absolutely true. Definitely bad. I'm not trying to hide uh, that. Okay, so let's talk how we think it's going to play out. We're down to five people, so we have Kathy, Vesepia, Sean, Pascal, Nalia. The pretty clear alliances we've seen for, so far are Rob or uh, Vesepia and Sean and Pascal and Aaliyah. And so Kathy is this like fifth wheel person here. And so I think she's like pretty powerful here where she can choose which of those alliances of two are going to make it to the final three. And based off what we saw this week, it seemed like she would side with Vesepia and Robert, which I feel like last week well, we said Vesepia the opposite. And Sean. Yes, Vesepia and Sean, which I feel like last week we thought the opposite. Uh, Nope, that's what I... Oh, ha. our final three and the final three was different last week and it is because you thought the opposite but that's what i thought yeah, i thought that so kathy I, will side with the and sean 
Oh, yeah. And I think I said I agreed, but I wanted to do something different. Maybe Here's where I think, here's what Kathy needs to think about. If Kathy is in the is up in the final two against Nalia or against Pascal, I think she loses to, against the jury. But I think that she yeah, could yeah. beat Sean or Vesepia. Maybe. I agree with that. And I think a lot of that is a lot of the jury is people from the original row two. Uh-huh. Right? And Sean and Vesepia are original Mara Amu. And so like Which, it. speaking of, can we talk about how row two like shit the bed? in this they were up like eight to four originally and now in the final five it's three to two how are there still two maramu people left that's wild it's because of the flip thing they did early i mean i i know but like they after the flip they were like we're still gonna make it just the road two people and it just like totally fell apart we've we've just never seen this that much i was i was I mean, that's the whole point of why they did that twist, right? Is because they, to make this not happen. So it wasn't travel stone. Yes, you're right. My point though, is like in past seasons, they have also tried those twists and it hasn't worked. And so I'm amazed that it worked. And yeah, that, so I like, think the, we, the fact that we still have two Maramu people left when the first four eliminations were all Maramu people is wild to me. I think the key difference was between last season and this season was they did the swapping of people like two episodes earlier this season. So it was before they were like really ingrained in their tribes. Um, so it was enough that they could like really shake some things up. Yeah. So what do we, th- this is I also, mean, sorry. I just realized that this final five are all five of the six. I think people who swapped tribes. I think the only one that only other one is Rob. Buster oh Rob. yeah. That is interesting that all five of them were people who swapped curious. Uh, so, I mean, we can, I think it would be a similar discussion to what we had last week about how this was going to play out. Cause we, last week we were like, Robert's going to be next to go. And he was, I think, I think I'm with what your final three was last week where I think it's going to be Kathy, Vesepia, Sean. And so I think they're going to push Nalia out and then Robert, or I'm sorry, Nalia and then Pascal. And then it'll just depend on who wins immunity. But I, I could very well see a Vesepia Sean finale. Which would be super uh, cool. I would be. It like, would be good fantasy wise too, because it would be one from Nikki and one from me. Um, I think Vesepia would win that based on the jury votes. Uh, so that sucks for me fantasy wise, but I don't know. So that's my gonna. That's gonna be my prediction is Kathy Vesepia Sean, and I think that's yours too, probably. It is. Um, oh, I should. Sorry, I'm cutting you off right before you talk about that. In the very first episode of the season, my final three. Uh, I had Robert as one of my final three and he finally left. So like he was still alive this whole time, even though I didn't pick him or no, did I end up picking him every week? No, I eventually switched off the Robert boat. Um, but Nikki still does have one alive. So Nikki's final three were Gabriel Hunter and Vesepia and Vesepia is still alive. So she might be correct with one of her three. Yeah. Oh, okay. At this point, probably. Go for it. Be. I was just going to say basically what I've already said, that I think that if Kathy is smart, she will side with John and Vesepia get out Nilly and Pascal. I I again I think if they're smart they'll get out Pascal first and then Nalia just because Pascal has won challenges and Nalia hasn't. And so it would be probably better for them to get Pascal out next and then Nalia in the final four and then just it, final three is just whoever wins immunity. Although if either Nalia yeah, or Pascal win immunity next week, they'll just get the other one out. Yeah, I would have thought Nalia would be the person to watch out for more for like physical challenges, but Pascal 
just because Pascal's a little bit older, but he really showed himself in that running underwater, carrying a big, heavy yeah. rock thing last week. So, yeah, he probably is the better one to get rid of. Also, because I could see, like, if they kick off Nalia, I could see something with, like, Pascal somehow buddying up and, like, allying with somebody where I don't see that happening with Nalia. Here's a twist of a thought to throw at you. So, Pascal and Sean won that challenge together. So they got to spend some time together. Is there any chance that like when Sean says he and Vesepia are not an automatic alliance that like he and Pascal might get buddy buddy? So that's intriguing. So maybe if they kick out Nalia, then Sean and Pascal will team. So here's here's the other thought that I have for you. That could, I could see him doing that potentially just because he might be like I can't beat Vesepia in a jury vote, but he also isn't going to beat Pascal. Like he needs to be I think if Sean gets to the final two He's got to be against Kathy or he's losing. And even then, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. It will. I think like a Nalia, I think a Nalia Pascal vote final two would make for an interesting jury vote. I feel like Pascal would win, but I don't know if I'm just being clouded by like everybody's annoyance with Nalia in this week's episode. I think Nalia would win. Like, I don't think Sean, I don't think Sean Vesepia would be that interesting of a vote because I think Vesepia would win for sure. So like Vesepia Nalia or Vesepia Pascal could be interesting because I really don't know how that would go, except that maybe everybody would just like row two people would side with row two original row two. Person. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how that'll all. I also feel like I'm bad at predicting so, juries. Here's the other thing to think about. So if yeah. you take out Nalia and then it's Vesepia, Kathy, Sean, Pascal, Pascal and Kathy could team up against Sean and Vesepia because Sean has four votes against him. We haven't seen we any tiebreakers this season, have we? And so I wonder if the final four could come down to a tiebreaker. And then it could be like, if they get Nalia out, then it becomes Pascal, Kathy, Vesepia in the final three. That would be very weird, but that could be cool. I'd be down with that. So what do we think next week? It's a tale of two cities. I think that is Kathy think choosing that is between Sean and Vesepia. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So next week is episode 13, final five. The week Which, after that will be the finale. Five, and we'll also still have a better a name than the final four. The week after that will be the final four uh, in which we'll have a bonus episode also that talks about the reunion. And then the week after that will be our season five episode, which I'm thinking we're going to try to do as two episodes. Season five, we're going to blitz through. Uh, we're going to binge watch it. We've heard season five is not the greatest, so we're not going to do a weekly episode for it. Um, we're just going to do two episodes. Um, I th- I'm thinking our current plan is we're going to have one episode where Patrick and I just talk about the season as a whole. We'll talk about like watching the winner's arc throughout the whole season and stuff like that. And then the second episode of that season, we're going to have a couple of guests on to talk about it as well. Uh, and then we'll move on to season six. After that, season six, we'll do like normal. If you would like to contact us, uh, you can contact us at travelcouncilpodcast at gmail.com or at travelcouncil20 at, on Twitter. And for this week of episode 12 of Tribal Council, this is Chris signing off. This is Patrick. And the tribe has spoken. Oh, no, no, no.